Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, good morning, amigo. Final segment. Final hour. Yeah, final segment. Final segment. Por favor, brother, despiértate. Thursdays have been difficult to maneuver the last few months. I think I admitted this to you the other day. I run down on Thursday for some reason. Chances are there'll be an early KO tonight and a long evening of sleep. That has been almost traditional for me on Thursdays over the last few months since quarantine. I don't know why. Like, I need to actually be prepared for it so I don't just pass out on the couch. I think it's just because I run out of gas. Early, but I just think the week, there's only a certain amount of limit. You get old like me. And I think something's happening on Thursdays where I've just... The last night I got a little screwy, but that's because of all that building beds and stuff. My daughter was so happy. It filled me with pride, bro. Yeah, that's the other thing. You're also working like overtime. Thank you, You're Dada. You did that for me. Bob the Builder over here. Well, I had to make up because my wife did a great job of preparing for stuff, doing the things. I don't know, man. With all due respect, it was I had to kind of step up a little bit. It's nice knowing that I built just about everything in her new room. That That's kind of interesting considering. Uh, just talking about closet and everything. The only thing they did, because I hate painting, they painted. So it is what it is. So you understand why I need sports in my life because I don't need to be talking about this on the air. I need to be talking about one of the most amazing sports ever. In the world. I love sports. I love many sports. I love them for different reasons. I love soccer for a different reason than I love football, which I love a different reason than I love baseball, different reason I love golf and other sports. And what how I've learned to love basketball has been through, I don't want to call them a newest addition to Slam Radio. We're doing a lot of changes, and we're going to have segments within my show, and there's going to be not only other broadcasts on the station, um, you know, but other segments on my show. So this is something we've been trying to do for a long time. Uh, we had him in the same building. We couldn't do it. Now he's moved on to greener pastures, but he is a guru of the game of basketball. And I always told him, I go, dude, you're so eloquent. Like, this is perfect for us to get together and do a segment every week where we just talk about hoops, all kinds of hoops, whether we're talking preps, whether we're talking college, whether we're talking pros. As long as it has to do with a round ball and a hoop, we're going to talk about it. This is the guy who taught me to love basketball. I always enjoyed basketball. I loved covering basketball. But the actual sport of basketball, I had gone through waves of the conspiracy theories of what I used to call the NBA marketing plan um, to all kinds of things that I always hinted in my mind to the fact that, well, oh, basketball's a little rigged. Okay, basketball's not rigged. <laughs> uh, I, I figured this out because when you coach and you realize just how many intangibles and how many little things happen in a basketball game, no matter how good you are at it, um, there's, it's not happening right now. And my love for the game has grown in a way where I find myself missing basketball more than baseball. So the natural fit is to have this segment every week with a guy that I love talking hoops with who taught me to love the game. So we're going to start right now. We're going to do this each and every Thursday. 10 o'clock, usually at the top of the hour, unless something makes us have to kick it down. Uh, segment will be Talking Hoops with Coach Roque right here on Good Morning Amigo. And joining us, none other, Coach Thomas Roque. What's up, Coach? How you doing? What up, what up, what up? Uh, welcome back. 
we've always had you on. You've been on many times with us. Uh, but we had to formalize this. We're going to do imaging for it and everything. So it's just a formal thing, and you can point your players and other thing, other people to it. It helps them understand that you are kind of a wealth of knowledge in the game of basketball. Uh, you're feisty and a fierce coach on the, on the sidelines and certainly a guy that you take to instructing and take to teaching the game. Uh, but you also have a depth of knowledge at the other levels. And that's why I call you coach. One of my best friends, but I call you coach as well. Uh, first and foremost, how are you doing, Coach? How's everything going with you? Uh, everything's going great, man. Just, you know, as they say, doing good in silence, you know, working hard, um, you know, spending time with my family, you know, all this extra time, you know, you gotta, you kind of get to enjoy the little things that you don't when everything's kind of normal, you know what I'm saying? So getting to enjoy that as well. Um, first of all, thank you for the longest intro to a segment I think in, in radio no in I've radio broken history. some records with long intros before <laughs> Frank went a, to the bathroom a had a coffee break came back as I finished <laughs> the intro he didn't realize how long I went the intro went like four minutes it was crazy uh, yeah I'm, I'm known for doing that but I had to do that and it's well deserved by the way well deserved well, well, well thank you man. But, but yeah man I've, we've been on plenty of times I mean I've you know I've been in studio so, so this is like this is nothing new but you know we bring it, bringing it back bringing it back so talk to me a little bit. I'm excited about how the basketball season is going to return. And while some of the provisions are a little weird, whatever, you have to understand based on what's going on, nothing is going to be normal. Um, how do you think the game's going to be affected by the lack of home court advantage uh, and the setting of the games, where it is, and, and how they go about playing those games? How much do you think that's going to affect the game they play on the court? I don't, think, I don't think it's going to affect the gameplay so much. I think it's going to be fun, to be honest with you. It's going to give it more of a... A tournament feel, a, right? A tournament feel. It's going to give it more of a more of a, of what you would see kind of like in a, in a tournament setting uh, where, you know, probably a lot of surprises might happen. And I think it's, you're going to see that it's going to be more entertaining basketball um, than you would normally see if it was, like you said, you know, if it was everything was to normal and we were in the middle of, well... I, We'll be in the playoffs right now, right? No, we'll be in the finals right we'll now. We'll be in the finals um, right now. Maybe even finish with the finals at this point. Yeah, I maybe even would. finish with the finals. Uh, but I think it's going to be I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting, and it's going to be new. And you never know. Maybe this might be the beginning of something different. So, so I, I think it's going to be interesting. I also wonder how college hoops is affected by all of this. There's a lot of conferences, a lot of entities. There's a lot of uncertainty for sure. Um, but ultimately, from a, from a standpoint of recruiting to kids going from high school to freshman years of college, give me a prep standpoint on this. Give me a view of this as how this affects the high school and college game. Well, I mean, as far as the college game, I think, uh, and I'm pretty sure that you guys have spoken about it, um, I think they're kind of waiting on what football kind of does if football begins, I don't see any reason why, why basketball wouldn't start. Um, from a prep and high school level, uh, it's it's interesting because I think it was yesterday or earlier this week the NCAA is going to come to a vote whether they're going to reopen, you know, recruiting calendar uh, beginning in August where, you know, coaches are going to be able to get out and recruit uh, athletes again. So it's going to be interesting if that vote passes then you know, we're kind of we're gonna kind of get back to the to that normal the normalcy just kind of in a later date in the calendar. So guys will start getting recruited again, and coaches will be out being able to you know 
get talent, you know, for, for, for future recruiting classes and stuff like that. So that'll be interesting if that vote passes because then, you know, we're one step closer to getting, like you said, back to our normal. Back to that normal, talking here, uh, of course, in our segment, Talking Hoops with Coach Roque on Good Morning Amigo. You'll be able to hear that each and every Thursday morning in the 10 o'clock hour moving forward here on the show. Um, what I do wonder as well is how the high school game, like forget whether moving from high school to college. So high schools here in Florida, and I believe most everywhere, pretty much got done with um, – they pretty much got done with their seasons. But is that going to depend on school districts, how basketball seasons are going to be affected in high school this year? Uh, I find that the pandemic, it's not that it's confusing, it's unprecedented. So we don't ever, like, we've never dealt with something like this before. I don't know what, what's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's going to, I think there, there's, there's going to be, you know, new rules or new guidelines put in place. Um, Maybe a shortage of games, you know, that could I could, I could potentially see uh, I could see that happening just because of traveling and logistics and stuff, just to kind of you know not spread, you know, guys traveling here and there and and schedules, you know, kind of being more local. Um, it's going to be interesting to be honest with you. Like you said, it's very unprecedented um, at the high school level. Safety and health concerns for all student athletes is probably going to be the number one concern. Uh, on how to, you know, avoid, you know, anything bad happening. And, and really, who wants to be the first? You know, who's going who's gonna to be the first, you know, sport, team, you know, affiliation to be out there and, and begin playing? I, c- I could definitely see, uh, um, you know, kind of the, who's going to dip their toe in first type of, type of scenario. Right. Um, so it'll be interesting, uh, again, because we've never been – in this position before as a, as a, as a state, as a country, you know, especially I feel like we've never been affected by this. How does it affect coaches? So I talked to Frank Martin a couple of weeks ago. He says that he, you know, he tries to keep it business as usual, but for a long time you couldn't touch a basketball, shoot a hoop. So some of the training stuff is some of the stuff that you would do in the off season. So it's sort of complemented what was going on. But right now, it's starting to bleed into some time that's kind of usually crucial time in preparation for, for the season, whether it's at the high school or college level. Uh, your, your thoughts now on how getting back to that, how that's going to work, what are the challenges the coaches have, and how coaches have been staying busy during all this? Man, it's, like, it's funny because when you have this time, when you have this time on your hand, you've kind of got a chance to be creative, think, and get innovative. So... Uh, for example, like for us, our guys, we got obviously like everybody on Zoom and we did virtual workouts where, you know, we put a laptop out and either myself or another coach and we'd have a ball and all our guys will log on at a certain time and we put them through a workout right there in front of our laptops, um, you know, and obviously we got the chance to sit down and talk to them and, you know what I'm saying, things we would normally do in person, we got a chance to do it, you know, virtually, so those are things that we got a chance to, you know, never been done before, and we got a chance to do it. Uh, and kind of, we kind of taking the next step and creating online workouts for our guys, and guys can just log on, see the workout, and boom, they get to do it at home right from there. Um, so that's kind of innovative, new, something we probably wouldn't have done if if we weren't in this pandemic. Um, so from a coaching standpoint, you kind of got educated and and more knowledge on you know things that you could do when you're not around your guys. 
you know, so that's kind of fun. Um, you know, now that things are starting to come back to normal, you know, it, it, you're kind of getting, you know, back more of that gym feel. But again, there's still guidelines like we can't have normal, you know, open runs like you normally would. Uh, uh, we can work out guys, you know, kind of like three to a court, stuff like that. So it's kind of different, but it's fun in a sense because you kind of get, you know, a chance to get to know your guys more on an individual basis, more than just a team kind of thing where you're just kind of getting everything done as a, as a team, more of an individual basis now is, is more, it's been fun actually. Basketball, fun. It goes hand in hand. Are you excited about seeing <laughs> this? You told me, yes, it's going to be a festive environment. We are all, but it's still six freaking weeks away, coach. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I can survive anymore. Six well, weeks. You are, <laughs> I, think, I think it's going to be six weeks. You want to see good basketball. I think these guys got to get ready. One, let's see if they're going to play. Uh, actually, because I know that we're dealing with a lot of controversy, especially with the Kyrie stuff that was going on earlier this week. Um, I know you guys probably talked about that. We uh, have. So, so, so it's going to be interesting to see if they're going to play at all. Uh, I hope it doesn't get screwed up. Do you, do you agree with what Kyrie's saying? I want to get your thoughts on this. I think I think that they need a. We need we need basketball back. We need sports back as a country, uh, and it's just another platform. Um, for these guys, not only to have their voices heard, but as well as you know, to 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 bring more more togetherness into this society, definitely, I think is needed. And what? sports, sports like no other, brings that. So, when things are normal, right? Every one of those four sports wants to battle to say they are the king of the sports focus in America, and I believe that football can honestly say they probably have the crown. Baseball no longer is America's pastime, but everybody's fighting for the right to say they can be. If I'm baseball, I'm chomping at the bit to get in front of it first so that everybody remembers it's baseball that brings America back to normalcy. Instead, these pathetic wusses are arguing about dollars and cents when they don't realize how charmed the life they live really is. And what I see is basketball understands their charmed life with few exceptions guys like Kyrie Irving do not surprise me when they do this because he's a little bit uh Jekyll and Hyde it's difficult to figure that dude out and therefore I I, I find him to be a little toxic um for the majority of it all they want to get back to business they want to get back to work and I think this is an opportunity for basketball to captivate America's uh, attention and kind of thrust themselves in a position to say they are the country's pastime. Because football, like it or not, there's going to be an abridged version, whether it's less fans or something changes. Something's going to be different about the football season. They're not going to be able to stay 100% the same as last year. So knowing that, this is an opportunity for these sports to seize. Baseball, sitting, twiddling their thumbs, I think basketball's getting ahead of it, and they won't, they won't make that mistake, brother. That's just how I feel about it, and I think it's a game that's simple to fall in love with. It's perfect for this ADHD society we live in where the longer the game, the less captivating it is for the person who's watching it. So at basketball, giving you about two hours and 15 minutes, it's perfect. Um, right. I think it's got well, all, the, well, all the makings for a great opportunity for basketball to put themselves in the perfect limelight as far as America goes. I think as a whole... Um, has always done a good job of, of marketing uh, their game globally, 
uh, obviously here in the in the states they do a good job of pushing uh their brand in the right positive way uh and it doesn't surprise me that they might be the first to actually bring uh sports back uh in america um just because of you know how well they've done in the past now I think you brought it up earlier. Baseball should get out in front of it the, the the fastest, just because they're like the ultimate social distancing sport, right? Because you got guys spread out all over the field, um, you know. So so those guys should be the ones to bring it back. But you know, baseball has kind of like you said lost its America's pastime luster, um, you know, over the course of you know the last couple of decades. But they should be the first ones just because like like you said uh the, the the sport itself is social distancing at its finest and it's still a team sport so yeah they could definitely have a chance to bring america back together but if anybody's going to you know come back the quickest it'll be the nba for sure um because i think they do the best of 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 you know kind of getting their brand out there and uh and pushing their players um, so yeah, I think the NBA is probably gonna, you know, be the first to, to, to get it cracking. You can hear him here Thursdays in the ten o'clock hour. He is Coach Roque, and we do talking hoops with Coach Roque right here on Good Morning Amigo. I appreciate you jumping on, man. Everybody good over there? Tell Jackie I send her my love. We were talking about her, ironically, just a little bit ago, uh about her feisty um nature watching about she might be the single person i have had the most fun watching basketball with um not as a coach because the single person i've had the most fun coaching with is you sir um but uh but watching her go and and she's just what a feisty young lady we we miss her around here so please send her my love pretty pretty please well, we got, well you got you got the the second best or probably a one a one b one a in, in the building right there in Mari Oliva. That's what. Um, that's why we were talking about Jackie because we were talking about how feisty Mari is, and then we struck the comparison. It became a Jordan LeBron conversation. Mari, Jackie, uh, who's feistier? Are you and, spying in on the conversation? That's exactly what, what we were talking about. It's here. crazy. And old man Tuna was here talking about it. That was what was funny about it. We were having a ball, man. Uh, yeah, bro, Jackie is hysterical. Uh, leave it for a bad call. Someone goes to a free throw line. Chances are they may, you know, there's a chance they're going to miss one of those free throws. Ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. You're terrible, yeah, ref. You're terrible. Just terrible. And, and, an, empty gym, an empty gym wouldn't be a good gym if she was there. <laughs> yeah, the, the game's not the same without her yelling. It's uh, She's so funny. Send, send her, please. Send her our love. Uh, she. I Once upon a time, our most loyal listener. <laughs> All the times you still I listen. Most, I most definitely will. All right, brother. Um, I'll talk to you soon, man. And again, we'll have you on each and every Thursday for those who want to talk a little hoops. And as we get closer to the season, the conversation will get good. Start tossing around predictions. And oh, I can't wait. I can't wait till it gets better. This was an excuse to talk a little bit of hoops because all I talk about is silly stuff, building beds and. And, and, and uh, just everything that has nothing to do with sports. It's time to talk sports again. So I'm happy we did this, yeah. brother. Yeah, well, listen, I look forward to it. Um, you know, obviously today's day one, but we will be back uh, as, as, a, as a strong group. I know we've been talking about this for a long time, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Frank, good talking to you too, man. Uh, nothing but the best for you guys. Bro. Likewise. All right, man. brother. You have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week. That's Coach Roque. Talking hoops with to- Coach Roque. And you can catch that segment um, you can catch that segment. 
It's just funny. Look at look at the text I just I start getting texts immediately. Um, you can catch that segment every Thursday in the ten o'clock hour. Uh, apparently, Dodger dog Danny knows Tuna and Mike and Marty. Who doesn't know them? Yeah, but that's funny. But I don't think Dodger Dog Danny knows that that, that Tuna's like basically my dad. Is Dodger Dog Danny a three hundred five cat? Yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is. I'm guessing he maybe probably lived in L.A. before. He's a huge Dodger. No, that's no, no, that's kind of. Or he likes hot dogs. That's another. So here we go. Him and I shared our first Dodger dog together. Okay. At Dodger Stadium. I hope it was at Dodger yes, Stadium. We went, to, was a we went to a, we went to a it's baseball like go, game. It's like going to the Cheers bar in Boston and going to the one in Quincy Place instead of going to the actual one. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's basically where we're at with it. That's, we shared a Dodger dog and enjoyed Dodger Stadium. He's an old pal of mine. So that's where we go with Dodger Dog Danny. There's many years that I've known him, I didn't know he knew Marty and Tuna and the gang. Tuna's my dad, bro. I adopted him to be my dad. A few years ago, and he is also Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, him and Roke taught me basically everything I know as far as watching the game from a coaching perspective, not from the dude that you know watches the ball. You don't watch the ball. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.